Hi, this is Steve Pank and welcome to another Radio Nightmares, a celebration of those wonderful moments on the radio that don't quite go according to plan. And for me personally, there's nothing better than when someone on the radio finds something funny and starts laughing and then can't stop. There was a run on wildlife dung during the recent visit of the Germany Circus to Kisumu. The buyers were local people who wanted to use the dung for traditional medicine. The excreta of elephant, lions and tigers were in big demand. According to one source, a small heap... Uh, According to one source, a small heap of elephant... According to one source, a small heap of elephant dung... (laughs) According to one source, a small heap of elephant dung weighing about 100 grams... And finally, a hamster spent the Easter break recovering after eating a Spider-Man magnet and becoming stuck to the metal bars of his cage. Smurf, the four-month-old pet, is thought to have swallowed the foot. (laughs) Sorry. The the, the swallowed a magnet and then got stuck to the cage. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> Did that really happen? What what else happened in this story? <laughs> I can't read the story. Um, just to say it's that fine. The, the, the hamster's <laughs> fine. It's absolutely fine. He just swallowed a magnet and then got stuck to the side of the cage. He's going absolutely- help. <laughs> Help me. He's fine now. When I was much younger, my brothers and me used to play games, ran a big conquer tree. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, dear. I don't think I'm treating this with the seriousness it deserves, actually, too. Oh, dear. Conquer's take two. Okay, I'll try it now. I think I'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) And now here's the latest on the Middle East crisis. Crisis. Lesbian forces today attacked Israel. I beg your pardon, that should be Lesbanese. Lebanese. Steve Pank. Nobody thinks more highly of him than I do. And that'll give you some idea, because I think he's a tit. And the weather in Cyprus. Tonight will we'll start fine, but cloudy weather is expected to spread from the west. The weather tonight, very chilly. Uh, not as bad as it has been, though. Temperatures hovering around 4 degrees, and there may be some pissed, uh, mist patches around <laughs> later on tonight, and a few spots of rain as well. Cars on elevated sections of the motorway might be buffeted by 50-mile-an-hour women, uh, wi- women. 50-mile-an-hour winds. It's 12 o'clock, Greenwich. Meantime, here's a summary of the news. Thank you, Charles. And finally in the news, anti-pornography campaigner P. Ribburn shouted, you filthy, dirty crooks, as policeman in a West London courtroom today when he was fined two pounds for being drunk. Police had alleged he'd stood drunk in Hammersmith Police Station, waving his trousers around his head after being arrested late at night in Shepherd's Bush. I'm sorry. Hi, Panky. It's Pat Sharp. How are you, my friend? Here is my epic radio nightmare. And what an epic fail it was. So I'm on Radio 1, and I'm covering Steve Wright in the afternoon, 
and it's a week's worth of shows, and it's my first ever radio show. Never been on the radio anywhere before, but this is a big chance to impress. I know what you're saying, it's been all downhill from there. Well, 1982, 37 years ago, Radio 1 is sharing a studio with Radio 2. Some shows are Radio 2 shows, but most of the shows in this studio are Radio 1 shows. So all the jingles are behind me in the old cart rack, and I reach round, and I think it's probably day two or three, and I've been on air for a few hours now, and I'm really getting the hang of this, and it's news time. So I grab the cart, and it goes, Radio 1 News, but only in my head. Because it actually said, Radio 2 News, because I'd reached out for the wrong one. And believe it or not, they were both there next to each other. So easy mistake. I managed to do it. And I made a transition from Radio 1 to Radio 2 in the first three days of my career. And even though that sounds quite successful, for me, it was a radio nightmare. You know they say that blood is thicker than water. Well, here's a man that's thicker than both. Steve Pank. The Robert Marks Metropolitan Police Act established a regular force in the metropolis. Metropolis. (laughs) Metropolis. What's happening in the course of the next hour? Well, first up after the news, I'm going to be talking to Jeremy Hunt, the Culture Secretary, about (coughs) broadband. It's 8 o'clock on Monday, the 6th of December. American officials have condemned WikiLeaks after the website published a list of hundreds of facilities said to be vital for American security. Every community in Britain has been promised that they'll have access to the fastest broadband networks within five years. (coughs) Excuse me, and Egypt has called in international shark experts to investigate a series of attacks (coughs) in the Red Sea. (coughs) Pardon me, coughing fit. Right, can I have your name, John? Yes, my name is John. <laughs> right, Bob, we were talking earlier. Am I right in thinking that you were the Yorkshireman? That's right. Yeah, that's it. And um, let me see, Tiverton, that's right. And you married your wife? That's right. Fight her case after her Tory-run council took legal action against her. Hard-up Joan had tried to plead that she could not afford poll tax out of her meagre inval- in- in- invalidity. Invalid, 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 invalid benefit. Time for police traffic news, and it's Dave Sage with us this morning. Morning, Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, Jane. (laughs) It's Roger, actually. You're on the wireless. That was Max Jaffer. No, it wasn't. It was Sam Jaffer. I beg his pardon. I was thinking of somebody else, as you know. The time is 18 minutes past eight. Now, the latest traffic information across to police traffic control, and a very good afternoon to Keith Litherman. Keith, good afternoon. Good afternoon, uh, Keith. Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> well, <laughs> main problem there in... You're Keith, I'm Adrian, OK? OK, then. Fine. Yes, Adrian. I'm Sally Update with the, uh, with the update on Key 103. Thank you for talking to me. That was Will Shill... Will Shill... Shil- <laughs> Sorry. That was Will Shill... <laughs> now, a difficult man to forget. Man to forget. But well worth the effort. Steve Pank. Hey, Steve, it's Melvin here from BBC Radio 1. And my radio nightmare um, happened a few years ago. Myself and Ricky, who I present with, had an interview with Hollywood star Jamie Foxx. And it was like a film junket. So it was in a hotel, um, like in like Mayfair or something like that. We walked into this room and started asking him questions about his film. And Jamie was just hilarious. He he had great answers. He, ha- he was doing impressions. Uh, he had jokes. It was like the best interview ever. Uh, until I looked down at the recorder and I hadn't pressed record. Um, now, I was so nervous that...
that I didn't have the heart to tell Ricky and Jamie, so I actually let the interview go on. We left the room, Ricky was like so excited, he was like, that was the best interview ever, uh, I can't wait to play this on the radio, and um, and I obviously told him that I wasn't pressing record, and he was just like, and he was, Ricky was so nice about it, he was like, Melv, don't worry, these things happen, it was an accident. Uh, we went back to the radio station, and our producer was like, what happened? And we were like, well, you know, Melvin forgot to press record. And he was like, don't worry, I'll set up another interview with Jamie Foxx. And I was like, no, no, don't do that. That's just like, that'll be embarrassing. Like, how are we going to explain? Um, and he was like, don't worry, I'll set up a, another interview like for next week. He probably won't even remember. Anyway, the following week comes, we roll up to the, the hotel again. And Jamie's like, hang on. Didn't I see you guys, like, just the other day? We were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the recorder wasn't working. And he was like, okay, no worries. And he did another interview. It's probably even better than the first interview. And he was just like an absolute gent. So that was our radio nightmare, but it turned out to be a blessing in disguise. Just to let you know that you're listening to Steve Pegg's Radio Nightmares. The inquest into the Southern Aurora rail smash was told in Melbourne today that the driver of the express, Mr John Bowden, was dead before the accident. The senior Victorian uh, government pathologist, Mr James McNamara, said Bowden, aged 52, of Wodonga, had died from a heart failure and from not from his injuries. The pathologist said it was impossible to say how long before the crash that Bowden had died. He said that it was possible that he remained seated in the same position without anyone else being aware that anything else was um, but alive. The city coroner, Mr Pascoe, is holding inquests on nine people who died when the Southern Aurora and a goods train crashed head-on near the northern Victorian town of Violet Town on February the 17th. We regret this interruption to the news. It will be continued in a moment. The United States intends to increase bombing of North Vietnam, North Vietnam's, North, North Vietnam supply routes to the south. Boycott not out 75, sipping tea now, we hope. Randall not out 7. Join us again after tea at about uh, 25 to. Meanwhile, back to the studio. Thank you for the total boredom. And we'll be back to Trent Bridge in about... Um, 15 minutes' time for resumption of play. Labour's leader Jeremy Corbyn is calling for unity. There's been a heated row over claims there's a hard-left plot to take over the party. Unite boss Len McCluskey's described the claim as ridiculous. If only there was somebody... Well, that's clearly the wrong clip. Uh, that's Peppa Pig or the voice... And another card from Bristol from Mrs Brown. She wants to get hold of a man's... Um, <laughs> a mains... <laughs> Going to bits. A mains clock radio. So go along to the merchant now and buy your seed potatoes. And the next thing is, you're going to bring them home and sprout them. This is known as chitting potatoes. Uh, but it has been proved, um, scientifically this is, uh, that potatoes that have been chitted will produce much heavier crops. But the foundations of a salad were not cheap. Lettuce... Caught on the hop between hout house. <laughs> Lettuce caught on the hop between hout house. Lettuce caught on the hop between hout house. Lettuce caught on the hop between hot house and. <laughs> Hello. Alright, no. Who am I talking to? Doug now. 
You don't know. <coughs> Doug Knapp. <coughs> Doug Knapp, oh, right. Sorry. Doug Knapp. Doug Knapp. Um, what do you think has been achieved today? A buyer has been found for a D-side company, Data Magnetics, which called in receivers five weeks ago because of financial crisis. The 165 workers have been kept on, and the company which makes floppy disks, disks has continued to trade. Alan, thank you. Here she is, there. You, you, know, you know you said about you'll be there when we wake up. Yeah. You weren't at the end of my bed at five o'clock this morning. I looked, you weren't there. All you have to do is flick my knob... Well, flick the switch and I will be there. <laughs> That's all you have to do. Just the on button is all you have to do. And I will be there. <laughs> right, thank you. You do know that it's going to be clipped and used uh, ad nauseum around dear, this dear, 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 <laughs> That US Congresswoman shot in the head is now breathing on her own. Gabrielle Kiffords remains in a critical condition but no longer needs a vibrator. To the phones, Adrian's in Leeds. Hi, Adrian. Hi. What yes. do you want to say about this Heinz ad? Well, first of all, I want to say right up front, I'm not against gay people whatsoever. Right. However, uh, I don't have to have it pushed down my throat. Um, the ad wasn't uh, just... Um, um, what am I thinking of? A Willy, Wank- Willy Wonka. <laughs> All right, I think it best. I think it best we leave it there for now. Uh, don't forget to hit subscribe. And by the way, if you're listening to this and you actually work in radio and you've got a radio nightmare moment, uh, I'd love to hear it. Send your radio nightmares to radio nightmares at gmail.com. That's radio nightmares at gmail.com. And there's more radio nightmares next time. Both of the end out <laughs> most extraordinary way. Oh, it was it was ever so sad, really. It was a bouncer. And uh, he tried to hook it, and he tried to step over the stumps and just flipped a bale with his, with his right he hand. He molested and tried to do the splits over it, and unfortunately uh, the inner part of his thigh must have just removed the bale. He just, just didn't quite get his leg over. Anyhow, he, he did very well indeed, batting 131 minutes and hit three fours. And um, then we had Lewis playing extremely well for his 47 not out. Agus, do stop it. And uh, he was joined by De Freitas, who um, was in for 40 minutes, a useful little part ship there. Uh, they put on 35 in 40 minutes, and then he was caught by Dujard Walsh. Um, Lawrence, uh, always entertaining, batted for 30, 35. 35 minutes, hit a four over the week, he was... Angus, <laughs> for goodness sake, stop it. Beautiful. Yes, Lawrence. Lawrence played me well. He hit a four over the weekkeeper's head, and he was out for nine. Tuffle came, batted for twelve minutes, and then was caught by Haynes or Patterson for two, and there were fifty-four extras, and Eagle Ball out for four hundred and nineteen. I've stopped laughing now.